morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Environmental Social Justice. Today we have a special guest returning, Mr. Ernest Ike. He is with Shandoga Motorcycles. Welcome back, Ernest. Thanks for having me on again, Wendy. No problem. And you are one of my favorite guests because you offer choice. And by that, I mean you do electric motorcycles, but you provide a kit for people to convert their petroleum engines to electric themselves or have their mechanic do it. And I'm always a, a, I'm a fan of choice. I'm a fan of options. But you've expanded in this past year. I mean, huge. So please update yeah. us on all the cool things you've been doing. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, the, the last time that you had me on the show, uh, my idea was just starting to I was just starting to talk about the idea and get the, the actual product out in front of people. Um, but about 13 years ago, I came up with a method for converting an existing motorcycle from gasoline to electric. Basically, we, we eliminate the engine and we replace it with a stress bearing adapter that I created. And then inside that adapter, we put the batteries and the control systems to make the motorcycle go. Now, um, a, a great team of people has joined me at Shandoka and we're doing a lot of great things uh, for the U.S. side. Uh, we've done a lot of expansion on the number of models that we're able to convert. And our prototype is actually waiting for the battery uh, we've had a few delays related to covid and shipping and all of those types of things that we're all kind of getting a little more accustomed to but the the actual running and powered up prototype is almost complete and so that's that's really a great feeling just from an inventor standpoint but also from the the standpoint that now we're ready to finally start making a real impact with with this idea um, so in the, in the last several months, uh, you, if people have seen us around, we've been everywhere from Florida to New York City in less than four weeks time period and, and everywhere in between. So it's nice to be back on the show and get to talk to a lot of people about the things we have been accomplishing. You have definitely been on the run. One of the things I wanted to, because, you know, I've been following you very closely for the past year um, since we first met. One of the things I love that you do, you know, other than choice, other than options, you did a, a video cast where you talked about heat. And since I, I'm not a motorcycle person, so I didn't realize that motorcycles generate heat. And you said you're in your leathers, you want to go riding, you want to have a nice day, but it's so hot and yeah. you're sweating. And yep. your motorcycles don't give off this heat. So you have a more right. comfortable ride. Yeah, you've got a much more comfortable ride from that standpoint. And it, it, it really gets obvious you know, in the last several weeks, I've been at the uh, Daytona bike rally uh, well, several months ago and then just a couple of weeks ago at Myrtle Beach bike rally. And a lot of the times you've got folks that are out and because it's so hot, you know, 80 to 90 degrees in the air and then your engine is creating 200 to 300 degree temperatures right at your feet. In order to stay cool, people give up their protective gear. So they'll really? be out riding in shorts or giving up on the jacket. And a lot of that is because when you're sitting still, all that extra heat is still being generated. So uh, with our with going to electric, you can still have the motorcycle, but you don't have all that heat load. And, yeah. and you know, the engine's not, the engine is really bigger than it looks because of the heat that's being given off when you ride it, so. Oh, that's interesting. And you know, I do love the new designs you guys have come up with, you know, the evolution of your product has become such such streamlined engineering and design work. It's really beautifully done, guys. You got to check them out. But one thing I do want to transition to is pollution. So yeah. you, you know, my background being pollution, 
I'm very focused on that. This could be a worldwide change, game changer. And yeah. by that, I mean many countries, third world countries in particular, rely on mopeds and motorcycles for their transportation. It's all diesel. It's all polluting. It's all particulate matter. Yeah. You could get rid of that. Yeah. Uh, not And not just developing countries, but a lot of really densely packed cities rely on yeah. motorcycles and other small vehicles to move goods. And so whether you're in a very well-developed city like Paris or in a growing developing metropolis like Kigali in Rwanda, you've got the same kind of constraints being that we all share the same atmosphere and we all have to kind of contribute to a cleaner atmosphere if we're going to make it. So, um, yeah, exactly. So no matter what your, your method for getting cleaner is, you should have that ability. You know, if you still want to ride a big motorcycle, if you still need a big truck for work, if you still have to haul materials through narrow little passageways in tiny little old cities, you should be able to do that on electrons. You should be able to do that in a clean method that doesn't pollute. And, and that's one of the keys that, that I think our solution offers is by retrofitting existing motorcycles, by using a lot of the the transportation stock that we already have, we don't have to make a new frame for everything. We don't have to make a new set of wheels for everything. And, and that gives us more of the existing materials to, to go further, right? It, it's about being uh, efficient with our new transportation, not just making it cleaner. So, And that hits the nail on the head. Efficiency needs to actually be the ruling factor, not just making it green but more efficiency. And I believe when we spoke the first time, um, weren't you using like old car batteries that were no longer useful to move a car, but could move a motorcycle? Yeah, we, we still maintain uh, in one of the versions of our adapter, you could use existing batteries from a Nissan Leaf, for example. So you can use these larger format batteries that come out of some of the earlier versions of electric cars, and you can still use those for transportation. It's a good way to lower the access costs, especially for some developing countries where a lot of these materials will wind up anyway. Uh, so we, we can take things apart and repackage them and get more life out of those those batteries. Which is vastly important because a lot of people for unfortunately decades with old electric lithium ion batteries, they were not getting recycled or reused. They were just getting tossed because it was cheaper to just make a new one. Right. So you're kind of closing that circular loop. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's still the same case, even if you're just talking about a beer can. Right. <laughs> right now, it's it's much cheaper for a lot of people to just throw away that beer can than to rinse it and put it in a separate recycling bin. And that was one of kind of the other things that you tend to see at uh, public rallies these days. So, <laughs> You know, and I'm glad you brought up the aluminum recycling, because as a kid, I used to grab all the cans from the house because I was it, I lived in Michigan. Ten cents. That was huge for a little kid. Yeah. That has not increased in 40 years. Yeah, I think but, maybe if they increased the, re the return value, maybe people would recycle more. Oh, yeah. And if you look at the number of places that still don't have any kind of a deposit on yeah. a very valuable metal that people worked hard to pull out of the ground and refine and turn into a product. But yeah, who cares? Just toss it aside. I, I really think that's a, a mindset that we have to work to 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 push back against in everything including vehicles so that that's a lot of why this idea was so important to me the idea that we could 
bring back old parts bikes that we can take a motorcycle that would go to the scrap heap and mm -hmm. make it usable again. That That's really key. Um, but one of the other challenges, though, as Shandoka wants to grow and get bigger, is that we do need brand new product. There, there is a need in order to get the most efficiency and the most reusability out of a vehicle. Sometimes you do need to start from scratch. And that's something that my team has been able to do really well uh, in the next probably uh, mid-June of 2022 for people who are watching in the far distant future. Mid-June of the year 2022, we'll be able to really uh, first make some of the first introductions to these new designs that my team's come up with. I, and your designs are just beautiful. I mean, the craftsmanship that you guys have, you've got some good engineers in, in your group. But um, I do want to talk about your upcoming trip, which is huge. Would you mind telling us about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This is um, something that you, when you're doing business, you're never quite sure where opportunity might come from or how quickly that opportunity might grow and develop. But about two and a half months ago, almost three months ago now, uh, someone who my COO had met on a random trip back from the Middle East saw that he was now working with Shandoka on electrics and reached out and said, hey, do you think we could do this where I'm from in Rwanda? So in the course of about two and a half months, uh, Philip and myself and uh, my team, Gregorio and Christian, the, our engineer and designer, we've put together a product that we know that can work internationally. And then on top of that, Philip and I are heading to Africa and we're going to be in Rwanda middle of June to present this at the Commonwealth Heads of State Gathering. So it's a, a group of dignitaries from former uh, UK um, colony subjects that are uh, now free. And they're, they're gathering in Rwanda to talk about how they can grow their economies in responsible ways, how they can make better environmental choices as they grow. And one of the things that we get to present as Shandoka with another whole group of companies are some clean solutions that we can help implement in developing countries anywhere. And that that is that's so important because many of these countries, you know, they're starting out, they want to grow, they want to grow their economies, they finally can. And they don't want to make the same mistakes that some of us made with polluting our groundwater and our air and our soil. Right. Shocking. I know, shocking. Yeah. So they want to do it the right way. And having groups like you and people meeting together to share ideas, um, learn from each other, because it's not just, oh, you should do this. It's, we have some ideas, let's go back and forth, solve right. problem together. And the fact it's 40 heads of state, I mean, that's a that's a huge group. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm so excited to take part in something that that is this big and important. And that's part of why we're taking the effort to go there is I want to spend a couple of days really seeing how transportation works in the country now and how we can make sure that not just the product, but the way we offer it through shared use and uh, battery swapping and the, the ability to make this type of clean transportation affordable to everybody that needs it is is the real driver behind the group that's that's gotten together to do this so oh absolutely i mean the social justice aspect not just the environmental justice but social justice making accessible to everybody and take and most people are not going to be like you where they take the time to visit the people 
see how the people live, see how they, you know, travel around, how they transport their goods, learn from that yeah. and work with it rather than coming and saying, well, just do it my way. Oh, we, we've learned so much already just from talking across the ocean on video calls, you know, oh, we, yeah. we're, it, it's really a great benefit that, um, this idea was initiated from people that live there, from people that see the problem firsthand and they, they wanted to find the solution. Yeah. They, and I, I'm, I'm just glad that we're able to show up and bring this type of an answer to them. It's one of the cool things about the industry that I wound up in. So. I, I just love the work you're doing. I, I mean, that's why I've been following you so closely for, I think, I think we first met about a year ago. Yeah. And I, I followed every, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> It goes quickly. I know. <laughs> it does, but I'm so grateful that everything's online now and we have this video capability because I've been able to meet cool people like you and other people around the world and what you guys are doing to change the world that we're in for the better and just keep pushing and thriving. And I'm obviously I'm a fan. I'm fangirling right now. I fully admit it. So <laughs> <laughs> keep yeah. doing what you're doing. I love everything. Guys, check out Shandoga Cycles. They're doing wonderful work. The, the beauty of the motorcycles is great. And they just continue to grow, obviously going to Africa, which is amazing. I do not envy that flight you're gonna be on. You're going to be very sleepy, but <laughs> it's a long flight. But guys, yeah. check them out. Um, Shandokacycles.com, is that the correct email? Yep, Shandokacycles.com. Uh, and that's also Shandoka Cycles on all our Instagram channels, uh, other, other social media. And, uh, you know, again, Wendy, thanks for having me on uh, using your platform to share such great information and good conversations with people. Um, oh, I, I always enjoy picking up one of your podcasts when I've got to time. And, and it's great to be on uh, another. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm here to just sell, tell the masses what's happening in our world and that every little bit helps. We're all in this together. That's what you said earlier. We are all in this together. Yeah. Remember, we share one atmosphere and, and draw your circle big enough to include everybody else that has to share that atmosphere and we'll be okay. Brilliantly said. Brilliantly said. I love that. Okay, guys, take care. We'll catch you next time. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.